This is Living Proof Radio, May 2024. All of our full episodes are available on our Patreon with weekly drops, a Patreon-only radio show, and Living Proof magazine delivered to your house every issue, as well as our entire members-only library backlog. Patreon.com slash York. Now we are recording Rescue 246. What is up? Hey, man. What up, man? Good to see you guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, what thank up, you, man. Up? So where exactly are you? I'm, right now I'm in San Diego, California, actually, my hometown. I just drove. Um, let's see. I left New York uh, around July, and I've been on the road since then. Um, I've been posting up in mostly in Texas. Uh, I've been in Austin, a uh, great city. Um, and now I'm in SD, back to Cali, back to my roots. Are you completely alone? How's it going over there? <laughs> um, you, you mean in general, just the vibe in San Diego? Is that, is that what you're referring to? I mean, to? are you you're just traveling completely alone? Uh, I was with my partner, Maggie. She's she's with her family in Texas for a little bit. She's from Houston. So we kind of, um, you know, we she stayed there for a little while. I'm, I came to see my folks and just uh, I'm planning on getting back to Texas probably within a month or so. Yeah, that's, that's like your stomping grounds right now, Texas. Texas has been my stomping ground, man. Like I've been between Houston and Austin. Um, yeah, like I said, mostly Austin. Austin's pretty, it's going pretty well there. I like it. It's a great city. That's what's yeah. up. Were you living in New York before? I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of on the low. I, w- I was, um, let's see, I was in Midtown for a little bit, and then I was in Greenpoint. Um, and then I was up upstate, like uh, in the Catskill Mountains. And then the last place I was living was in the Hudson Valley in, in uh, Cold Spring. Oh, that's what's up, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I had I had no idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, was, I go I, was, uh, um, I go hiking in a cold spring up on that mountain. I would take the metro north usually, and uh, just like have a day to myself up there. <laughs> that's the best, man. The Breakneck Ridge. Yep, yep, yep. I, I I um, I love that spot. I love that spot. I wish you know, part of big part of my heart is still in upstate New York, but um, you know. As things are shifting, we have to adapt and uh, <laughs> you go with the flow, as they say, right? Yeah. So um, I guess my first question that one of the biggest things that came to me as I lurked on your Instagram and all that stuff is, you know, in the graph world, you're just known as like Rescue 246, like graffiti bomber. There's videos of you painting and pictures of you painting with some pretty prominent heads. But in your day-to-day life, it seems to me like that's not necessarily your identity anymore or you or what you identify as you're really into, you know, I guess for lack of a better term, spirituality and, you know, uh, just mental wellness and just health in general and positivity. What happened that, how did you get into all of this? Yeah. Well, thanks for asking. Um, All of that being said, yeah, totally. Um, I think there's a lot of people that still put, you know, have a certain, idea of who I am uh, because of like files on the internet that perhaps are still being circulated around. Um, So in 2014 is when when I had a big wake up call. Um, I was heavily intoxicated, um, not just, you know, substance abuse, alcohol, but not more than just that. It was like toxic environment, Um, you know, people that that were just feeding me toxic energy what i realized you know it was it was the whole thing um and my body was telling me like yo man you gotta you gotta chill you know like 
there, there's, there's many years that I didn't listen to that, but thank God, um, in 2014, I was like, yo, I gotta, I gotta shift out of this, man. This is not working anymore. You know, I'm not functioning correctly. I, I feel unhealthy. Um, and so, yeah, I'll just be flat out with it, man. I, I, I was introduced to, uh, to master teacher plant work. Uh, first was ayahuasca and, um, I, I did that up in Marin County in the Bay area. And that was like probably one of the craziest and most beautiful things that ever happened in my life, um, shifted me out of a frequency and sort of gave me an opportunity to, to, um, I guess take action or put action to a few things that were shown to me. And, and it wasn't right away that that happened. Um, let's see, probably like two months after that, I was back in the mix. Uh, I was, I think probably like Atlanta, um, and there I was again, like doing the same old shit, you know, and, and, uh, after that is when it really happened, man, I literally, I was back in SF and, um, just like, probably like back to the lowest, the lowest frequency again, the, the darkest dark, you know, I'm like solo, um, you know, probably like, I, I think I, I was like probably in some like hotel room by myself, you know, paranoid looking out the window, you know, like wondering if like, I don't even know for what reason I, I conceptualized that I was going to be arrested for something, but I was just super, you know, in that space of like, oh damn, this is happening again. So I remember walking out to the street and just sort of having this moment where I started feeling a lot of the energy from that, that ceremony that I was in, like something started communicating to me. And literally I, I looked up and above my head was, um, it was almost like a coil of black serpents that was like, they were, they were like floating above my head, like in like a hyper-realistic space. Like I wasn't on, I mean, let's say, uh, I wouldn't say that. Maybe I was coming off of a lot of substances. So that could have had something to do with it. But whatever, whatever that was that I saw, those, those snakes, I shifted my path completely at that moment. So about a month after that, um, well, let's see, at that moment, I committed right away to just starting a detox and um i did a master cleanse i don't know if you guys ever heard of that but it's like um the lemon cayenne pepper um and maple syrup and, and you do that for 10 days and you do like digestive teas and herbal teas and stuff like that but it's nothing solid it's just liquid and that was a mission man like i, I pulled it off i somehow did 10 days i did i got i felt like really cleaned out and then um I went to Peru for the first time and, and I went and I did a, um, a full dieta, which is a, a master teacher plant diet where you, you know, you're in the jungle mostly by yourself and um, you work with these plants. Um, and, and at that point, I didn't really know what any of this meant. You know, I just like somehow got guided to go to, to Peru and have this experience. Um, so as it starts unfolding, um, it's almost like a, like a, your birth, you're given a new life in a sense, you know? So it's like, there's a, there's a, a part where you're actually being born again. You physically sort of feel that um, you feel the sort of like toddler stage. Like I can't even like walk really. I can't get my footing. So, and then, and then to like start taking first steps and finally like you're, you're holding onto like a ledge of a table to like actually like walking outside with your shoes off and feeling like this feels different somehow, you know? Um, what the main thing, one of the main things those medicines taught me um, was how to die. Um, and 
they, they really take you through a death process. And, and it really does feel like you're physically dying. It's like you have the moment that that's it. There's been a few times where I've been in ceremonies where I'm like, that's it. I'm out, you know, like, I hope my mom, you know, like worried about my mom. These, these things pop up. Like I didn't get to say bye to my mom or dad or my sister shit, you know, like, it's like, you feel like you're dying and that's what they show you, you know, but then there's, there's a light on the other side of that, that, that you, um, you start understanding the life and death process, not in just this life that you live, like perhaps like a hundred years and you're going to die, but no, there's like more to it than that. There's, there's many layers that we accumulate in, in this, um, in this life, whatever you want to call it, this advanced simulation or whatever, whatever this is, however we, we want to speak about this. Um, and in these layers, you learn, um, this is from my experience. And when the learning's done, you can let that go. I think, I, I feel like a lot of people don't know how to let those layers go. So that's, um, that was a big teacher for me in working with plants was that it was showing me like certain parts of my life and certain aspects of my life that I had developed in and perhaps learned in. But because they kept going a certain way, there was a lot of dysfunction. There was unhealthy behavior. There was unhealthy patterning connecting, connected to it. Um, so I went, I went three years um, pretty all in like on a lightning path with, with medicine work. And um, there, there's something that people kept saying, like since the beginning, since I started with their like integration, integration, integration. I didn't really know what that meant until after the third year. And that's um, after drinking different plant medicines and working with diff you know, different teachers in Peru for about three years, I just stopped everything completely. And that's, that's when the real work started happening. And that's when the, the real integration when I started learning what that word meant. And it's really just um, putting action to it, you know, like walk, walking the walk with, with all the stuff that was shown to you, either like in, in, in heightened visionary states or in bodily sensations or in, in my case, uh, activations of my hands and um, other energetic systems that I now use in, in my healing practices. Um, um, so, yeah, so it, it took that final, just like, that's it. I'm not, well, what really happened when like, really like the last ceremony was that like the, the medicine showed me like, yo, look what you're doing. You're, you're not out boozing every weekend or, or sniff and blow, but here you are at a med medicine ceremony, right? You're, you're still putting something in. So that was a big wake up call that was like, whoa, like it's, it's almost like, um, I turned like one addiction into another in a sense, you know, just like searching for this certain feeling um, that feels really good, right? It feels really, you feel connected to people. You feel like, oh man, it feels so great to like, you know, it's like, I love these new people I've met in this community and the, and these spaces, like everybody's such on a high vibe. I love like, yo, I really love the chicken soup and like that sourdough bread that we make together after ceremonies. And, and then it's like, but then there's this little voice that was like, yo, check this out, you know, like, look at what you're doing here. You know, you're like, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're doing this every weekend now. So then I was like, oh, well, damn, you know what I mean? That was a big, like, that was a hard stop for me. And I'm glad that it happened because I stopped everything. And then, and then everything actually started opening up and blossoming in, in, in my, in, in a start point to my trajectory now in, in the healing work and, um, 
and all the offerings that, I, that I'm currently um, sharing with people. And um, I want to just add this in because I feel this is important. And um, these are my personal experiences. And, and that's, um, I think, something really important to say here around all this. Healing, to me, is a big word. Healer is also a big word. I don't, I don't consider myself a healer by, by any means. Um, I think everybody's healing process is very personal. And um, you have your own creativity and your own imagination, and you can figure out your own way to do it. And that's how I feel I did it. You know, I kind of took little bits and pieces of things that people were showing me, and I'm like, hey, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. You know, like a fast here, this breathwork practice works. I don't really like how this other one feels. So it's like, it's up to the individual. You know, that, it, it really truly is. Um, so yeah, to your question, that was, that was my... Um, that's what happened to me in 2014 and um alongside graffiti um graffiti still kept happening till about till about 17 i was still pretty active and i was still going in you know like in a lot of different places i went international with it and i remember this moment in greece that like we were out like kind of you know we're going heavy and um we found this like little kind of like like street swap meet in Athens that had like this pretty bomb like it was like some car paint or something just like crazy labeled you know like super toxic dude but like covered super good you know like the black was like so crispy and and I remember like it kept getting on my hand and my hand just like was like started to like curl up you know and it was just like yo you're you're getting sick from this you know what I mean so like I noticed that there was a connection between my my sickness and the, the, the graffiti at that, at that point in time in 2017. So that's when I decided to actually like just kick back a little bit and, and really get healthy because I, I was attempting to do it um, in many ways, but I had the, the, some, some part of the graffiti, the, the way that I was doing it was like was becoming unhealthy to my body. Um, so, so that was an interesting thing that happened in 2017. And so, you know, 2017 till about you know six months ago i've been kind of just chilling you know and like i i started to do some new stuff in a new way and i'll talk to you guys about that a little bit but just mm -hmm. to, to your question um that's uh 2014 is when it started happening and um and then in 17 the graph tapered a little bit and that's when i actually started doing trainings to to be in service so that's a big part of um my awakening was was um, concept or understanding. I like to say understanding now, um, just bringing it all in instead of understanding. To me, you kind of like you're like, I'm not lower than this, but I'm actually like bringing all this in, bringing in this information, uh, training around it, and now offering it to people to help them in their process of of waking up, of of um, of activating, of you know, discarding old patterning that, that is that no longer serves them that that has become unhealthy and, and things of that nature. So yeah, I'm pumped. That's, that's awesome, man. That's awesome that you're on a, um, a positive path of, uh, you know, uh, pro progressing and uh, trying to share the message as best as you can and helping other people. And one of the things that came to my mind was the fact that, you know, you tie the fact that you had black paint that was toxic on your hand to kind of a bigger picture. You tie, um, your 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 sessions uh and you tie it into a greater whole of like 
it's almost as if you were still doing a type of drug because of how often you're doing it and what you're cert- the reason that you're doing it. So my question is, you know, the name that you wrote was Rescue. And I mm-hmm. think that's pretty ironic because you're a life recovery coach. And in a sense, you could say you're either rescuing other people or maybe helping them rescue themselves. And do you ever think about that? Because, you know, why did you choose that name? When did you choose that name? And now you're doing this, you know? <laughs> Funny you ask. And yes, I've, I've thought about that um, a lot the last couple of years, especially in, in, you know, probably like around 2017, which is which is also another thing I'll, I'll mention here is that I started writing Rescue when I was 17. So that's been my number 17 has been my number for like my, my lucky number, you know, like it's like my my sidewalk post. I see that number a lot every day. And I know that like if I, sometimes I use it with decision making, I'm like, OK, like, should I go? There? Oh, there's a 17. All right. Yeah, that, that's that's a signal for me to like go that way. So rest 17 was my first name. I just like the words R-E-S. Right. And then I was 17 at the time. So it was rest 17. And then I was like. Oh yeah, I'm smart. Q's the 17th letter of the alphabet, so I'm just going to be rescue now. But all of these things, all of these puzzles, puzzle pieces come together in this certain way that, like, I I I get more now that like in in that time is not linear, and this is like um, most of this construct, this reality has has been fed to us in a false way. So like, when I get those um, aha things, it, it it makes me it makes me pumped up. Um, and after I started doing this healing work, that started coming up a lot. And, and I, I went to Brazil on some other, um, on some whole other thing, but connected to all this too. And, um, you know, this is, this is, I'm just going to summarize from like an Akashic record reading to, um, things that happened to me when I was a little kid to always have seen lights in the sky to have been like taken up several times like and and then the healing work and all these things like kind of all coming together so in 2017 i get to this community uh in brazil um and a lot of people like they they start coming up to me they're like hey what's up man are you, you are you here for the rescue mission too and i'm just like whoa that's crazy you know what i mean like somehow i picked this name when i was 17 to get to this place in 2017 and other people were talking about the rescue mission too. So the rescue mission to me is right now for all of us. I think that we we are we have an opportunity right now to, to take this quantum leap into our next evolutionary state. And I that's what I'm here for, to assist in that and, and to assist in showing people where those switches are that they can turn on and activate themselves and, and heal them and help heal themselves and um, align to their higher values and to, to their health and wellness. So this bigger, this bigger rescue mission, this bigger work um, is about that. It's about being in service for everybody else to, to help them move along so that we can all collectively evolve too. So there, that's a little bit around my, my name and it, how it's important to me now, especially that like, I chose that name, you know, also big, big, big time um, family uh, and ancestral work that I do that I'm doing now on myself is like a big shift in like a trajectory of, um, of alcoholism and drug abuse in, in both sides of my mom's and dad's family. So like, I feel like 
I, I have this opportunity to shift this, this, to turn this corner in a different way now for all of them too. And so I'm doing all that and, and, um, and helping my community, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited and happy that a lot of, a lot of, you know, my graffiti peers are reaching out to me, like hit me up, like, yo man, I, I need help. Like, how'd you do it? Let's get on the phone. Let's have a conversation. I'm going to share whatever, you know, what, what I got and, and you can take, take whatever you want and leave, leave the rest, you know, like that, that's how it's going so far. And, and um, yeah, I'm happy to share more about that too. That's amazing. I just wanted to touch base how you said in a way your whole life has led up to being in this position right now where you are, where like, like you said, time isn't linear, but like you look back and everything makes sense. Like the pattern just unfold perfectly to where like you ended up in Brazil, you ended up doing ayahuasca and now you realize that there's more, there's, we're living in a time right now where this energy is like accelerated and this frequency mm -hmm. is like all over the place. And like people need a certain um, guidance, you know what I mean? To uh, use the power within them to like, you know, use it for the benefit. And I wanted to talk about the psychedelic experience you had because um, like me personally, I, I look up to ayahuasca rituals. Like it's my dream, honestly, to um, go to Peru and experience that for myself but you know like with the current situation it's i don't know when the fuck that's gonna happen but right right i do um like i like i use uh like psilocybin you know what i mean when i can and um it's funny you said with psychedelics it's like you didn't even plan on it but it was in a way where the universe like m allowed you to experience that at that particular time and i feel that when i like um when i eat psilocybin it's like I never plan on it or even if I do try to force it it's like something's happened where maybe it wasn't meant to be at that particular moment I wasn't meant to experience that type of um enhancement or that knowledge perhaps like I I need to and it in a way it happens out of nowhere where I'm like um like I'm ready at the time to gain the knowledge or something's going on where I need that push or and like you said, beings of light, I feel like a lot of us have that within us, but it's hard to um, use that to spread it to other people, you know, and it's it's constant like work, you know, it's a lot of um, trial and error, it's a lot of realizing, it's a lot of um, self-analysis, you know, and um, it's, it's just amazing hearing you speak about this, honestly, because it's like genuine conversation about something so serious right now, and, um, and there's no time to waste, you know, there's really no time, and... Uh, I don't know. That's what I have to say about that. You know, man. Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing that from your heart. Um, there, there's a lot in there that, that is, uh, I feel a connection to and a resonance with through my personal experience and also through my development in because being a better listener is a big, big point I want to say here and developing, um, one's presence is, is the is the true ninja shit um that that's going to be really helpful in these spaces moving forward for a lot of people you know a lot of people really man they, they've we've lost the connection with each other you know and that's why there's a lot of you know people that fall out that they don't want to be a part of this anymore you know they od they commit suicide they're, you know what i mean like there's other stuff big stuff that that that, that needs to be addressed and needs to be helped um and the plants and even, you know, psilocybin, I've, I worked with that, with, with that medicine also, um, 
those are those are some of the big lessons that it taught me it, it was like really just simple lessons in just being and also just listening and learning how to be present learning how to like shake off all of your nervous energy so that you can just be here with whoever is communicating with you um and be a receiver and a reflector um and you said something about the light beings that i said too and 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 I really truly feel that we we are we are light beings and we're remembering that part of like what I call this is is technology this is the human technology we're this is super important to keep healthy um because as you keep getting more healthy and more healthy you start activating all of these energy systems that can connect you to these higher sources of information and that's so you you understand that because you've worked with these plants and then you have these openings where you're like oh shit I all these things came through right you can do that on the daily if you're tuned up enough man and so it's like really you know this is ninja hood right here y'all it's really just like you know releasing learning how to release all of that old programming that's been like it's been wonky you know what i mean it's like why isn't this working out you know what i mean like i've continued to do this and i end up back in the same place you know it's like because it's a program that's running you know and then also a lot of people they they really just they, they <laughs> the narratives i've heard people say about their lives i'm just like oh, let, let's stop here and wait what did you say again you said because you you just know that in three you know you know your body needs like three drinks a day and um but like around the 12th day you get like the craziest anxiety attack and i know that i'm going to be destroyed so these things come out of people's mouths you know what i mean and i'm just like wait Let's take a second here and just like repeat back what you just said. Yo, you, it comes out of your mouth. It's your program. It's your life. You know what I mean? It's like you can, you can create any life that you want simply by tuning and listening to what you say and, and saying, you know, instead of like, oh, shit, I'm going to be destroyed or whatever you say, like, no, I'm actually I'm going to take some time to um, to write down my intentions and, and to, you know, to really focus on where I want to be in three years and 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 you know it, it's man it's 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 pretty wild the power the power we have with our words and, and the stories that we speak about ourselves especially um so that that's that's some big stuff that I've that I've learned a lot you know in these past several years and in, in in these spaces and in this integration too um and it took a little while man honestly it's like it didn't happen overnight you know th this work requires discipline big time you know it, it requires discipline but it also requires you to have fun with it and that's another big point i want to say here it's like really just like making it into a game man is like is the best is the best thing ever you know and then similarly to to like let's say like psilocybin right i talked to someone on the phone yesterday and i mentioned to them that i was at joshua tree and they're like oh i heard it was oh damn i heard it's crazy um it, or it's it's cool to take mushrooms there right i heard you can have some like crazy trips there and i was just like okay well how about you go with an intention to work with the medicine and ask a question instead of like this program that's running of like mushrooms and joshua tree yo that's gonna be crazy you know what i mean like sure it'll probably get crazy for you right instead of like i'm sorry i just wanted to definitely relate on that because um 
Uh, it's so funny you say that because people think it's in a way a party drug, you know, and it's not maybe they just don't know any better. You know, they haven't maybe spoken to someone in their life that speaks of these things that they're teachers, you know, like, they're like right. What are you talking about? It's just a substance. It's something physical. It's a drug, you know, like it's it's falls in the same category as, you know, cocaine, whatever, like all these drugs, you know. But um, it's funny you say that because I feel like these teachers have like a mind of their own because one time um, this guy that I go to the gym with, he uh, he was like, he knew that I, you know, like do psilocybin sometimes. And um, he always looked down upon it in a way. But uh, one day he came up to me and he was like, oh, would it be cool to like, um, can you get me some, you know, like I want to try it, you know, with my girlfriend, like, because I like, I like taking drugs and um, I like, like, like having sex with my girlfriend on them, you know. And right away, I was like, you know, I was, you know, to be nice, I was like, yeah, I'll get you them, you know, like, but after that, I thought to myself, you know, I wonder what kind of experience he'll have with the intentions of just having, like, sensual pleasures, you know, something mm -hmm. just, um, like, temporary, something like, don't get me wrong, like, sex is, can be amazing, but it, it's also, it can be, like, shallow, you know, so, um, so I gave it to him, and um, I remember a few days later, or a week or something, he, uh, he comes back to me, and he goes, I gave them to my neighbor like I really didn't like them like me and her were having headaches we were um we were like uh feeling nauseated we weren't you know we didn't really experience what you know what we thought we would and I didn't tell him anything you know to not to be disrespectful to him you know but um to myself later on I was uh I was thinking about that you know how it's like you can't be disrespectful to teachers you know what I mean and um it just relates right. to what you said like yeah. people think like um don't get me wrong. I've had that time too, where I would go and be like, oh, that's an amazing place where I would take mushrooms. But I know that being in that amazing place, not only would I experience the visuals, but I was also take in a lot, you know, a lot of what's around me and a lot of like um, information, you know what I mean? So I just, it's funny uh, you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for relating to that. And, and similarly, I've also had those experiences too, man. Like, wow, you know, like, uh, sex on psychedelics is fucking absolutely amazing sometimes you know and, and like if it if it rolls out like that cool but I feel there's there's a big part here to share with people now in that it's there, there's a lot of that information now that there's a lot of um, research that's been done and it's like there's a lot of people that are, are getting to that place where like they they can see that and feel that psychedelics can help them in some way heal themselves and so a big insert here is working on a clear intention to work with these medicines with is very important. And that's, that's what I've have found very helpful. Um, and also, you know, yeah, it's, it's respect. It's, it's respectful to, to, to work with them in that way because they do hold a lot of wisdom and a lot of information for us. Um, and I want to say this too, because this is a big part of my work also, and, and it's around, raising awareness around being in right relationship with the natural elements especially and so plant medicines are a natural natural element um another part of my story i'll, I'll tell you guys because this is this is important too um that in 2000 I'll, this this will segue from another medicine ceremony into like a bigger thing that happened to me um that's related to the work that i'm offering now um is that I was in 2016, I was in, um, in Amatlan in, in Mexico, which is in the state of Morelos. And they say that Amatlan is where Quetzalcoatl uh, 
man was born in one of his human uh, experiences. So Quetzalcoatl is also, they say that he was Ashtar, some, some cultures call him Vishnu, you know, so he's like a, an ascended being that came and he also, the first one that brought corn to our planet apparently is that as these like wisdom traditions like hold these stories and what they say so i'm in this place where corn arrived to the, to the to this place to this whatever this is this this earth and um i'm in a pretty hyper realistic space and this dude walks up to me and it was like he was almost like a, a future version of myself like he was like hey had long hair i have long hair now um for the first time in a long time and okay and um he walks up to me says give me your right hand and i just i go like this and he says today i'm giving you the gift of lightning and he put a lightning bolt in my hand and yo after that i i remember when i came to like hours later and i'm back in like you know my this default right um i'm like oh shit i've been i i remembered i had been struck by lightning twice and it never registered until that moment that that was those were important events in my life. You know, the first time was in two thousand. In two thousand, um, I was actually with a few different writers, and we were going to paint trains in St. Louis. And all of a sudden, a crazy storm broke out, and I was closest to this telephone pole. It was like a light post, light pole, and it like I remember just seeing it from the ground up, and it like knocked me down. It hit me on the right shoulder, so it wasn't like a direct hit, but like my hearing went out for a while. And then the second time, I was in Las Vegas, and literally dude it was like back in 2002 there's like aol dial-up and i'm like literally i'm researching toth the egyptian hermes and mercury and their connection to lightning and then the house got hit by lightning and yo i went into like a liminal like white space for like i don't know how long and um so that was it that that was like that was my current state of being at, at those times i only had enough bandwidth to remember those those um those events and shelf them. Like, I was just like, those weren't important. I told a few people in my family, some friends, like ex-girlfriends, and that was it. So then 2016, this, in the, in the medicine ceremony, this being puts lightning in my hand, I remember again. And then a month later, I'm at ceremonies in the next town over in Mexico, where I'm meeting other people who have been struck by lightning. And I'm like, I recognize them somehow, but like, I don't know from where, and so, yeah, and then that's, that led me into being initiated into this path um, as a Nahua Granicero, and, and it's a tribe from the Central Highlands of Mexico. And um, so Granicero means granger, and if you want to translate it to in, into English, and that, that means uh, one who works with the hail and the storms. So that's, that's what I do now. That, that's what happened after, like, this sort of, like, thing that happened to me a long time ago to, like, a medicine ceremony to get directed to these other ceremonies and now i'm initiated in this like path so that's the sort of like that's how these things work and I, I really love it you know but it's just like still like whoa what is going on here you know what i mean um so what i was going to say too to my point at the beginning of this was like that this path is the path that has really shown me that in order to work in this way I have to stay really clear. So that means like no more drugs, no more booze. Um, perhaps I'll take like a ceremonial sip of something to like feel the spirit, but that's it. And it's, it's cool that like years later, like I'll, I'll try like even like an extra sip of like 
say like tequila and my body's just like no nah, man that's it you know like it just reacts of like whereas before it would be like oh yeah i want another one of those you know what i mean so something something switched right so this relationship that i have now with with the with the weather has taught me that and, and also guided me to like share this information with a lot of people that like especially during these times we need to come into harmony with the natural elements because we're in like a major shift right here so like that's why there's like all, all these like you know tornadoes storms all this stuff happening earthquakes and stuff it's because like stuff's out of alignment you know for in people too so that's that's part of my work too alongside the the healing work it, it's it's raising awareness about being in right relationship with with the natural elements um and that's a, that's just something that you can add to anything in your life you know that's like you have some trees outside some plants you can go like you just, you can talk to them they're interactive just like your homies you know like they 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 will start responding uh, from my experience like you you can go up to a tree and offer it tobacco and then next thing you know somehow it communicates with you it, it, not verbally but like some you'll know that like you know a feather will drop one day you're walking by that tree and it's like okay this is how this is how they like to communicate so i just wanted to add that in there because i think it's important to, to share with people so you're on this you're on this path now but you know you weren't always and on one of your captions that you put on instagram or maybe it wasn't a caption maybe it was you just um talking in a video you were saying how you know a lot of the people a lot of the graffiti writers and your friends and who knew you 15 years ago say you know you were just a totally different person so i only see you know this is my first time talking to you and yeah i only see this person who's in front of me now but who is the person that you were 15 years ago that i guess maybe no longer exists if you uh, could describe that person who who were who was that person it's funny well i'll 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 add a few things in here for sure yeah i mean they my homies used to call me diablo man that was me you know the the, the, the devil himself you know that was that's who i was you know like here comes the devil rescue's coming you know so now after I don't know if that sums it all up, but like, you know, I, I was, I was wild, man. I was, I was into, you know, like I said, it was like, what I realized I was doing though. And part of my, and during my wake up call was like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a natural leader. This is one of my abilities. I'm, I'm a leader. I'm also a community bridge. I always like, especially in graffiti, I'm the one that's like done the groundwork in certain cities. I've met the writers and I've connected them and put them in the different crews. Like I, that's how I just like, since I in my early 20s, I, that's how I rolled, you know, like I got to Mexico City, I got Zombra, took him to Japan, like, it's just kind of like how that's just one example, you know, but like, somehow I'm, I've been in, in the mix with a lot of different graffiti crews for, for a long time, you know, and those are still all, all of them, all my family, all my boys forever. Um, and I love them, you know, so now I can offer this information to them that hopefully can be helpful for them. So what I learned about Diablo though for like there's a lot of years where I was like oh man like I would I would show up in places I was trying to take a break and people were like yo Diablo and I'd be like oh man like don't don't call me that anymore man like I've like I've changed you know but I realized after a lot of this work that I'm doing now is that like man we have to really like we we really have to take care of our shadow man like we, this is this is important work in all this mix too like we we can't discard the shadow because everywhere you go this light is on my back right now is the light but right there is my shadow you know it's always it's always going to be with you no matter what so now bigger work for me is actually like stepping into 
real like men's work and vulnerability work in in that um you you it, it's really just taking a little extra time to set up a little space to do something so instead of like fuck i'm gonna i'm gonna just let my anger out and let it come out you like you understand that that's part of your shadow and your and your rage and your anger right so instead of like letting it just trigger you you set up a safe space for that you know you know what? i'm gonna go out to the woods i'm i got some shit i need to get off my chest and i'm gonna let it out you know so there's like there's strategic ways to 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 work with your shadow so anyways i've i've learned how to to transmute the energy of that like dark um you know label or you know like what whatever the you know danny diablo uh into like now i call myself diablo de luz so i'm a light devil now so I'm still I'm still there. Yeah. You know, I know very little about ayahuasca. I know very little about DMT. Um, I know very little about psilocybin. But what I was thinking about was that you said you kind of emphasize that healing, you know, these are your experiences and healing is a personal process for each person. And I guess what I was thinking is at the end of the day, if you were once, you know, Diablo, if you were once a really rowdy person and now you're, you know, a, a better version of yourself, then, you know, like if, if, if what it took to open your eyes was like ayahuasca or, or the, uh, what did you say? Master teacher plant. Um, if, if these things are what it took, then, you know, some people, like you said, it's a personal process. So for some people, it's one thing. I think for some, for other people, it's another thing. And like what matters in my opinion, I guess, is the result. If, if, if it worked for you, then, you know, that's amazing for you. If, mm -hmm. if, if this is what brought you here and you can share your story. And even if some people like me maybe don't, don't understand it. Cause I haven't had any experiences like that or whatever it does. It's like kind of irrelevant, you know, because at the end of the day, if this helps one person, then, then that's, you know, that's, that's <clears throat> one person, you know, you can, that's uh that's what's up. And yeah, it's really cool to see, you know, people go from one from one crazy path to to another more positive path. And more than just that is try to, you know, each one teach one spread the word. Boom, there it is, man. That's it. And it's just that. So what I was saying in that last area was that like, I realized I was like, I was leading people in on this path of like darkness, in a sense, you know what I mean? Like, like yo let's follow rescue he does this he does that you know what i mean this fool's crazy right and it's just like i realized there's like all these like younger dudes like behind me like following my footsteps so that right there leading by example is like all i can really do now i can just work on myself and transmit the information and so i it like you said it's 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 up to the individual to want to like even go drink medicine for the first time what i can say from my experience and what happened to me is that the plants have tuned me now to transmit the information and the frequencies through my voice it's wild man so like basically a lot of people say that like when when they re they have a session for me it's like a medicine ceremony because i carry so much of that medicine inside me already it transmits out of my voice so it's almost like yeah it's it, it's it's interesting like how i'm honing that skill of like what i learned in the jungle now i can just transmit it through my presence, through my energy, and through my voice, and the sound, and the other the other techniques techniques that I use. So, that's another interesting point. Uh, it's amazing, bro. Is um, you got any more graffiti in you? Yeah, man, for sure. I, oh yeah, we're, we're, so graffiti came back in the mix because I'm doing a project called Enjoy Activation. 
so it's a it's a high frequency wordplay project and it's so it's like e n capital j o y capital a c t activation so it's like the joy and the act are emphasized so th this that's just one example of like the wordplay that we want uh, we're putting it in like you know primetime spots like you know public um you know in your face spots we want we want to help just raise the vibration right now as best as we can we did a few in detroit uh lead with your heart and then the art was emphasized we did another one that said in good health and the heal and health was emphasized i think we're going to try to do it in la next week um even amidst all this stuff that you, people are hearing on the news or we're going to, we're going to do it anyways, you know, just, uh, uh, so, so that's me coming into graffiti in a new frequency is, is, is what I'm to your point there is that yes, there's a lot of graffiti in me and, and I have a new way to express it now, um, which I feel is important and helpful. Graffiti can be a tool because you already have the skills and now you can use it to spread a different message. Maybe not just the name, but like you said, those, um, those murals that you're doing and i seen on your instagram they look amazing man i seen the yeah thank you man the lead with your heart and then the heart had like this fire in it the yeah <laughs> the colors were like blended it was amazing and yeah 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 exactly sure. man it's like that was that was total flow state man that was like you know like it, you could people were like yo that's that's when you're really like when you're flexing you know what i mean it's you're just having fun you know what i'm saying you're like put in all those colors together that was that was great i'm excited i'm really excited about that project man it's, it's starting to take off and and um i'm i got a lot of vision for it and, and if we pull it off next week i think it's gonna come out cool i'll keep you guys posted on that yeah for sure man um if you don't mind me asking how did you get down with 246 that's from japan and you're from america assuming um, you're from america yeah yeah i was born in san diego um socal i started going to japan um i went I went to Japan for the first time with Malvo in, in 2000, I think it was like 2008, 2007 or eight. And we got connected to Wanto through, through MQ. Um, and it, I think it was actually, yeah, that's, that's how, that's how that connection was made. And then, um, man, those guys were just so, you know, such brothers. They just invited us in and like gave us places to stay. And then since then it just was on, you know, I, I kept going back there and, and, just love Japan, man. I want to go back soon. I haven't been there so long. <laughs> yeah, I've never hey, been just, there either. Just real quick, too, because I'm just noticing I got like, I got like five percent. I just don't want it to cut off. So just, just as a, a note, we have. For sure, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess if this was a uh, really good man, if you have uh, anything you like, last words you want to say to everybody or anything like that, I want to thank you for coming on for real, bro. Yo, man, I appreciate you guys too, man. It's it's funny because I was uh. I was just with Serge, actually, um, Sergio Hernandez, uh, right before I got on this call. And I, was I told him I was coming on. You guys like, yo, that's sick, man. He's like, he's putting together a little art show over here. Um, and and I'm, I'm hanging something in it. And uh, it feels nice to be back, you know, not back and I've always been in it, but just like present in this community again. And um, I appreciate what you both are doing. And you guys both have a really good vibe and high frequency. I could feel it. And, and, and there's a buzz around it. Um, so I, I'm just, yeah, man, I'm super grateful to be here to share this information. Um, like I said, man, like healing is, is very personal. Um, and I get that because it was very personal to me. You know, I, I'm, I'm now a guide, um, helping people, you know, turn on their switches, helping people um, do recovery work. If they're like, you know, taking too much in, I'm showing them what helped me to like, 
cut back and also to like reprogram the patterning and also um reprogramming the words that that, that people say about their lives and, and how how it looks right um yeah just super super excited to, to continue in this way and this work and um happy to share anything else with with everybody any anyone that wants to know <laughs> thank you so much it was a pleasure man and uh my last thing i want to say is that uh i think we'll come out on top man it's more powerful yeah. than the darkness for sure oh 100 100 percent, man <laughs> you know absolutely absolutely bro yeah same here you know but like i said the the, the shadow is always going to be there so learning how to to take care of that too that while still being in alignment is very important also peace thank you so much. yo peace Later, man talk soon yeah, man good one yep. thank you peace yep